the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Lots to talk about. I like days like this. I like uh, coming into and leaving earnings season. It's it's kind of a fun flight. Um, market's a little bit, how shall we say, overextended all of a sudden. A lot of people are thinking that markets are overextended all of a sudden. So they're starting to say take a little bit of profits here and there. It's the sell in May and go away. It's 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 a thing. The six best months of the year are basically the last three plus the first three. And it makes a little bit of sense. You have children? If you do, you better get them into your summer clubs now because otherwise all the camps are filled up. You blew it. You waited too long. Mama, mama went to work and made the bread, but she didn't bring it home. So no summer camp for you. And that's kind of a thing that goes on on Wall Street, right? We start thinking about summer. I want to go biking. I want to go on hikes. I want to go to the beach. I want to go sailing. I'm not thinking in summertime, ooh, I'm going to buy me some Dunkin' brand donuts or some Under Armour or Qualcomm. That was a little bit rushed. The inference is that maybe there's something to this right now. It doesn't always happen that way. I'm not telling you to sell in May and go away. I'm not saying come back in October. We have had a good year. There is a lot of positives happening. We think we're going to get a trade war ending. We think we're going to. Like, There's a lot of assumptions that probably will fall into place, but it's tough to say. Mr. Powell didn't take anything away from the market yesterday. Fed Chair Powell. Jerome, I believe, is his first name. He said he doesn't see the FOMC needing a rate cut. Interesting, right? Right. Well, he's definitely not talking about a rate hike. He's talking about a rate cut. But the Federal Reserve uh, Chairman Powell comes out and says this. Why? Because uh, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, went out of his way to say, I think we could use a 100 basis point cut. And we should. And it's uh, backseat driving, right? Qualcomm, big play on 5G. And the Apple settlement. Everyone's acting like they, they, they're surprised that it settled. I'm never surprised when an IP uh, case settles right before court. Both teams played their, their cards as well as they could, and you don't want to leave it up to a judge. Qualcomm, Under Armour, Cigna, and Duncan Brands, all topped expectations. Those are some different companies, huh? Qualcomm makes chips that makes our iPads and uh, cell phones go faster. Under Armour makes... Uh, the zoomy, zoomy, zoom type of, of athleisure wear that we find sexy. We look good in it. Well, some people look good in it. And some people look like, well, they stuffed a 10-pound a sausage into an 8-pound uh, legging or something like that. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. But too much going on. Too much going in. Too much hanging over the sides. That's what I'm trying to say. Cigna Insurance Company, health insurance, 
and Dunkin' Don- you know, Donuts and Coffee. So those are four very different types of companies. Tesla, which I think, uh, you know, there's a question on demand issue. And I'll be honest with you, I saw enough Teslas, which are basically a, a Palo Alto Prius at this point in time. I don't want one. But their shares are higher after Elon Musk said he's going to buy up to 41,896 shares. And they're going to raise about $2 billion. I have a problem with Tesla. I don't want their car. At one point in time, I was like, that'd be a cool car to get when I'm 50. That'd be like a, a moment. And then I just see the people who drive them in their, their, how shall we say, they wear white pants all year round. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you get it? Oh, you, you don't get it? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Douchebag. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Please don't forget to tip your drivers. If they're taking you to school, don't forget to tip your drivers. Okay, so GDP and productivity are things that we're kind of paying big picture kind of things. Productivity is kind of uh, awesome. It means we get more work done. Typically, it's done through like Technology. The golden age of, of productivity, I could kind of say it in a couple thoughts. Probably the late 90s when computers really started getting put on every desk at work. Every single desk had email and productivity just skyrocketed. And it helped our country, helped our country big time. Okay, that was an inappropriate use of, yeah, no kidding. Uh, it helped our country because we became more productive. And uh, that certainly helped the investment world. You could pay an employee $10 an hour, and then the next year, well, we trained you on how to use a computer, we're going to keep it $10 an hour. It wasn't like they were shortchanging people. They were just asking them to do more. You with me? Um, so productivity is typically a backwards-looking report. Just to learn that we were more productive as a nation, obviously, you have to look at labor costs and work output. Um, but productivity was strong. Productivity means we don't have to inflate wages. Federal Reserve worries about fighting inflation. Are you with me? Or are you against me? Because this is a civil war. This is the North and the South. And you have to take a side. I don't care what side you take. I'm not pro-slavery or anything, but you have to take a side. I'm not pro-slavery. I'm not anti-slavery. <clears throat> how do you say that without looking like a, how shall we say, a, a Tesla driver? <laughs> Holy mackerel. Initial claims. People getting fired. You're fired. Initial claims for the week ending April 27th were unchanged, 230,000. Any number under 350, 400,000 is typically a sign that the economy is adding jobs and that we're not losing jobs and we're not stressed. It's a good number. It's a good number. Now, tomorrow, the sun will come out tomorrow. Little Orphan Annie, who, for the record, I would have left her in the orphanage. I'm not a big, big fan of those little ginger redheads. Kidding. I'm kidding. I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, the sun will come out tomorrow, and tomorrow will be the employment report for April. Wow. The year's going by fast, because that means we're in May. <laughs> Year's almost halfway over. Have you maxed out your 401k? Have you done things to get on track? Have you paid your taxes from last year? Have you paid your taxes for this year? Right? Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Tesla shares pop on a plan to raise $2 billion. Bernie Sanders is slamming Joe Biden for downplaying China's economic threat to the United States. Oh, boy. It's political season. Democrat versus Democrat. 
Democrat fight. It's kind of like bum fight, but even more impressive, right? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up. You can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. Use code RADIO25. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I can't tell a lie. I love what I do. I get to talk about Chicken McNuggets. (laughs) Oh, I had a friend in college who was convinced that McDonald's had this thing where they'd like uh, release new product and it was really delicious and really good and really high quality, like real chicken. And then they, uh, like six months later, they they transitioned to less than ideal, like roadkill. Good for Burger King coming out with the unhappy meals. Because you can't be happy all the time. McDonald's is forecasting its commodity costs are going to go up slightly on food costs. Burger King's coming out and saying, we got unhappy meals. Don't you love this? You can invest in this. No one's happy all the time. So they're coming out with real mood meals. And oddly enough, it's all about mental health awareness month. (laughs) You would think, like, where can I get some good advice on mental health? Probably a radio show for it somewhere or an app, right? But no, you're getting your your mental health awareness from real meals, which include the pissed meal, the blue meal, the salty meal, the yas meal, and the DGAF, which the F stands for what you think it's, that means, and the DGA stands for don't give a... The deal includes a Whopper sandwich, french fries, and a drink. Now, again, who would have thought it would be Burger King who would bring up the very... Touchy topic of mental health. No one's happy all the time, and that's okay. Burger King is known for their their catchy jingles. Have it your way. Have it your way. Anyway, um, unfortunately, you're going to have to go to the great city of Austin, Seattle, Miami, Los Angeles, or New York City while supplies last. I guess there should be some discussion about mental health, right? I can't go wrong. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I ain't crazy like that, as my friend Mike once said. So McDonald's, back at McDonald's, um, they're seeing costs of food that they buy inflating up 2 to 3% versus expectations of 1 to 2%. So are they going to make less money or are they going to charge you more? That's the idea. McDonald's is priced for perfection. I love McDonald's as an investment. Um, it's been around since I was a little kid, and the food tastes exactly the same. It's consistent. Consistency. I used to tell kind of a blue joke that had to do with um, being married and um, timeliness of affection. And the joke was something like this. I only get blah, blah, blah when I get McDonald's on vacation. And see, it's a a blue joke. And you got to kind of keep it blue to make it work. Otherwise, you're like, what do you only get? Once or twice a year. I don't get it. Frank. For the record. Oh, this is going to be fired. <laughs> overrated. Right? Frank Sinatra overrated. I didn't even think he was Italian-American. I think that was all made up. <laughs> My boss comes in on Friday singing the song. Or not singing the song, but singing, singing Frank. So it's a joke. Poke the bear. Poke the bear. Right? Strong same-store sales. And and uh, had McDonald's doing well. Happy Meals doing well. Big Macs doing well. Same-store sales growth up 5.4%. We like same-store sales. SSS. 
we like same-source cells in large part. Um, why do we like same-source cells? It shows how the store and product is being perceived. Chipotle had a great set of same-store sales numbers. You can increase revenue by opening 50 new stores. Easy. Let's find 50 new places to put McDonald's, put in uh, stores, and you're going to increase revenue. But how do those stores do next year is the big question. 15 consecutive quarters of positive global comparable sales at McDonald's. Now, I see 15 in a row as a negative. Because at some point in time, that, that steam peters out. You celebrate it for, wow, you did well. But you don't go, let's go for 15 more. That's a long time. That's over four years, right? Roughly. Foot traffic stores has been falling recently, so the company has been investing heavily in modernizing their stores with self-serve kiosks, digital menu boards, and other upgrades. And I'll be honest with you, uh, there was probably like a four-year period where I'd even go into a McDonald's. But when I do now, I kind of like the kiosks. Something I know... Um, Young people tend to have acne, and I tend to be really turned off thinking about, hey, this greasy, slimy kid with zits popping out everywhere is going to be making my food, right? Or he's going to be touching it, at least. So the idea of a kiosk, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Why pay someone? I don't want them paid. I know you're saying you don't want them paid. Well, I I don't really care. As an investor, I'm like, well, that's good. As a person who's there, I'm like, well, a kiosk is just as effective for me. I don't like people. And then when you, like, start, I would take Sarah Huckabee to McDonald's. She just needs a little love and attention, right? So McDonald's delivery business is worth how much? $3 billion. That's pretty insane. So the delivery check is typically one and a half to two times bigger than traditional orders. And Uber Eats is McDonald's exclusive delivery partner, taking a big chunk of sales with its commissions fees. Although Uber said in a filing filing when they went public that its largest chain restaurant partners lowers fees for them. Get into work at the business, try to raise rates later. Three billion. Who would have known? So do I still like McDonald's? Yes. Is it expensive? Yes. Do I like the fact that Burger King's coming up with Unhappy Meals? I love it. I think that's great marketing. I appreciate a good commercial. I don't know about you. Now, one area that I'm really concerned on the market is we're bringing too many companies public. There's 16 companies set to go public in the next nine days. I saw one yesterday called, I think, Chewy, and it's pet toys. I'm like, oh, no, 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 we've done that. Now, the one that I think is really exciting is Beyond Meat, ticker symbol BYND, plant-based meat products. I think think kids today love it. They're coming public May 1. Transmedics Group. TMDX, it's organ maintenance technology. Trevi Therapeutics, TRVI, uh, pharmaceuticals for neurological conditions. Going back to mental health, right? So there's 16 companies coming to public, and they all want to get a little bit of the action of your money, of your transactions. A couple video game makers, Uber, you might have heard of them. Um, It's actually a bad sign short term for the market. Because we have too many options. It's like a kid in a candy store. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Lots of great downloadables that we put together that you can download. There's uh, some really good stuff there on, like a checklist on when do you need a CFP? (laughs) 
You don't always need a CFP. But Chad, how are you? I am great. How are you? Good. I got an email, or you got an email that you forwarded to me to use as content. It says, my wife, 36 years old, is a Kaiser nurse and has an employer, 401k through Vanguard. She also has a traditional IRA, individual retirement account with E-Trade. I didn't even know E-Trade was still around. It's got $30,000 in it. I was planning on rolling the IRA into the Vanguard 401k, but Vanguard told me I can't do that rollover because it's coming from a traditional IRA. Oh, I get it. He's already paid taxes on the traditional IRA money and not on the 401k or something like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's mixing stuff, right? Well, yeah. It's um, what, should he, what should he do? On it. Okay. So there was, I think it was back in like 2010 or something else, some some year like that, maybe a little bit earlier, where there's this IRA Portability Act, and and in the past, people used to really have to be careful from keeping their traditional IRAs separate from their rollover IRAs. So a rollover IRA comes from a a retirement plan at a company. So if you go from your 401k, you leave your job and you roll that to an IRA, that's a rollover IRA. If you're a teacher and you roll your 403b to an IRA, that is a rollover IRA. But if you're making every year a contribution to an IRA directly, not within your company, but directly, that is a traditional IRA. So they're all pre-tax money. None of it has been taxed yet. They were just from different sources. One was from deferral from your paycheck directly, and the other one was just you know right out of your bank account. Now, there was laws passed a long time ago that was basically made it so that you didn't have to necessarily worry about keeping those separate unless you were worried about divorce or lawsuit or some other issues. It was just a way for people to simplify their life, combine their IRA accounts, and pay better attention to where they are. And so, but and most plans, Rob, allow now a rollover of a traditional IRA into the four hundred one k, as long as there's you know as long as it's all pre tax. But obviously, this guy's plan hasn't caught up with what the actual law is. Um, and the reason why he's trying to do this is because he's trying farther on in the email. They're both trying to fund a Roth IRA. Okay. And. The way that they do this, they're, they're being phased out of funding a regular Roth IRA. So what that means is their both combined income is making over 193000 And if you're in that situation, you're not allowed to directly contribute to a Roth IRA. You, you, you make too much money. So the other step to that is what's called a backdoor Roth IRA that we talk about quite a bit. And that's sure. where you fund a regular IRA with a non-deductible contribution. So you put in $6,000 to a regular IRA, and um, you have to file a Form 8606 with your tax return. It's super simple. It just says to the IRS, hey, I made this contribution, but I'm not deducting it because I make too much money. And then you can turn around and convert that regular IRA to a Roth IRA without any taxes in most cases, um, because there's no income limits for conversion. So that's why it's kind of a backdoor way to fund a Roth if you make too much money. And it is a tax-free conversion as long as you don't own any other IRAs. So this is why he's trying to get his wife's $30,000 IRA into her 401k so that they can do the Roth without any tax implications. Um, so the, the thing that he has to do is, is call back, ask for a different person, see if the answer is the same, and then ask why haven't they plan- changed the plan document for current law and say, if this is the case, show me in the plan document where we're not allowed to do this. 
And HR can ask the, the company to change the, the, the paperwork, essentially, and update it so that they could be allowed to do this. So it's, it's really rare that you run into this anymore, but that's the case. And so he's, he's got to call the 401k company back and ask for some specifics. Um, and, you know, hopefully they can change it. I almost think you're kidding on this, but you're not. This is the the minutia in what you just said in the last three or four minutes is it's crazy that and that's why there's financial nerds like you who are certified financial planners. Well, this has been such a a big topic lately. Um, really, as people are yeah yeah. I mean, any any time I talk about our backdoor Roth IRA on the six o'clock show or the mega Roth inside the four hundred one k that people can do now, it's a hot topic because people are. Number one, they, a lot of people know they're behind. They're making higher income finally, so they're trying to catch up. And two, they know that taxes are really low right now and that they'll probably go up in the future. So trying to get as much money now into a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, get, just get rid of the taxes now so that you have this huge tax-free pot of money when you retire is really attractive because I think taxes will be higher in the future. With that said, um, looking at the mega Roth, I'm not being funny when I say this, Chad. The idea of putting the word mega into a financial product is kind of nuts. (laughs) Um, 20 years ago, we didn't have a mega Roth, and it would be almost like saying a mega saver. And you'd be like, that's kind of perverted. It's kind of breaking the rules or something's wrong with that, right? What do we need to know about the mega Roth? It's not tech. It's not like a technical tax name. It's not you can't go to the IRS.gov and you know search for mega anything really. It's just kind of a coined phrase that that we have in the industry for it. So what a lot of 401k companies are, are getting back to 401k plans for companies are getting back to, um, whether it's Cisco, Apple, Microsoft, or whatever it may be. If people are maxing out their normal contributions, so nineteen thousand dollars, if you're you know, unless you're going to be 50 or older, and then it's $25,000. If if they're trying to save more money beyond that, a lot of times in their 401k plan, they can get up to that $19,000 limit or 25 if they're 50 or older, and then they can they can max that piece out and then also put in some after-tax contributions into the 401k. So it actually goes into a separate account. You could have a 401k at work with three accounts: the regular pre-tax account the Roth account that's growing tax-free, and then an after-tax account. And as soon as you make that after-tax contribution inside the plan, you can convert it to the Roth account where it will then start to grow tax-free. Um, and we can do this for self-employed people, too, where we're getting you know nineteen dollars to $25,000 in pre-tax plus $20,000, dollars $30,000 in sometimes post-tax that we're then converting into the Roth. So all of a sudden, people are building up you know, $30,000, $40,000 a year into a Roth 401k. It's really, really powerful. Um, so can I, that's, that's can I ask a stupid step. question? Sure. Stupid question. One of the reasons I don't do th- plans like what you're talking about mm-hmm. is because it's intimidating them with paperwork. It's intimidating that I have to call Fidelity or TD Ameritrade. In this case, I can call Brad, CFP, Brad at your company, at our company, and say, hey, can you help me with this? And fill out all the paperwork for me. Um, is there a lot of paperwork involved? Is there, is, are there a lot of hoops to jump through? Because you kind of make it sound like there might be. No, there's really not. So Microsoft and Cisco okay. is examples. When, you're, when you log into the 401k, it's actually like drop-down menus now. Okay. Um, when, for our clients that are at Apple, 
they can you know choose pretty easily on the login to make after tax contributions but when they want to convert that after tax contribution to the Roth side of the plan they have to send yeah. in a form and so we usually have them send that form in every two or three months um, and it's it's relatively simple um, to do that we just you know pre-fill a form out for them on check the boxes and then they sign it and date it and send it in every time they need to do that. Um, so there's a little bit more maintenance on some of the plans. Now, the self-employed stuff, Rob, that's definitely a lot more paperwork, but it's it's not very expensive and it's pretty powerful if you're self-employed trying to sock away a ton of money pre-tax and create this giant Roth. I'm glad you know this. Is there anything else that we need to know? Talk about the backdoor Roth option? Well, if he, you know, he, he might run into a situation where the plan's not going to change the document, so he's not going to be able to roll in that traditional IRA. Okay. And um, so they might not have that option for the after-tax to Roth conversion inside the plan, the mega Roth. And so the next thing is, you know, he's got to choose, does he want to just continue to fund the backdoor Roth for his, his spouse? And if he does that, um, this is kind of where the math gets a little bit complicated, but if, if he's got 30000 in a in a regular IRA and he makes a $6,000 contribution to a new one that he's going to convert, when he converts that $6,000, $504 will be taxable, and $996 will be tax-free on that conversion. So it'll then be a taxable event for him. So you just got to see if that's worth it. That's a pretty high tax bracket if they're making that much money um, for Fed and state. So it's, then it's careful consideration if that's a good strategy. Sounds good. You can find CFP Chad Burton here on AM 1220 KDOW. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. You can meet him at the seminar coming up, Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar, May 16th. Toll House Hotel, Las Gatas. Love that hotel. Great hotel. Uh, you can sign up by going to newfocusfinancial.com. While you're there, take a look. There's some financial resources like uh, Social Security benefits, when to take them and how to take them, 10 things you need to know on incentive stock options. A lot of companies are coming public right now. If you're one of those people, you may want that document. 10 pillars of retirement income planning. That's a big one for me. Notice how we all have different things that are like are the, uh, the bell ringers, so to speak. Uh, global diversification. How much money do you need to retire? Will your investments grow into retirement You know, nest eggs? Um, some of my investments, some of the best ones, uh, I bought a long time ago. And the wisdom of Warren Buffett, all there at newfocusfinancial.com. You can download those under the financial resources. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. Uh, coming up in Los Gatos on the 16th of May. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use code RADIO25. Coming up, I'm going to talk about the best credit card for you. Uh, there's a trick here. And what's going on with markets today and why? I'm Ron Black talking all things financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Little Weezer breaking up. out of break. I'm taking a look at Tesla right now, and I'm sorry, I just don't get it. They just burn so much cash, and they keep raising money and deluding shareholders. What I don't get is the CEO, Elon Musk, not even 45 days ago said, oh, yeah, the next car is going to be self-sustaining. It's going to make us a lot of money. It's going to be cash flow positive. And then 45 days later, it's like, oh, by the way, we need $2 billion. And I'm going to chip in $10 million myself. <laughs> I don't get it. So that's throwing it out there. If you take a look out to 2025 and how much it costs uh, Musk to borrow money, you can get a 2025 about 8.5% yield. That's pretty expensive for a corporation. 
it means that the money that they use on those bonds are going to have to uh, do pretty well. They're going to have to take that cash and, and use it well to beat the return of the high cost of it. And again, it's not crazy high cost, but it is high cost compared to where we were a couple of years ago. So Qualcomm was in the news. Qualcomm is one of those stocks that I like talking about. A, I own it. B, it's a kind of a play on 5G. They make chips. They're out of San Diego. They've patented a lot of things, uh, a lot of concepts tied towards cell phones. So they, they have a patent portfolio that so far has held up. I think that's worthy of note. But the stock has had an amazing run. If you take a look at it this year, it's probably probably leading the S&P 500. I, as far as market weight, it's big boy. And they had a nice quarter, up 3 bucks last night, sitting at $89 now. Market cap of $108 billion. Um, the valuation doesn't look crazy if you think about the 5G growth potential, but 5G is also very, very slow to fruition. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's being rolled out slower than expected. And of course, I saw this yesterday and I thought this was kind of intriguing, which is more important. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, Verizon gave me the answer. They were going to charge $10 more to use 5G network instead of 4G or whatever the LTE thing is that they're currently using. It's kind of a bastardization, so to speak. Um, so what's worthy of note there, how do we say this? How do we say this? Um, they came out and they're, they're very uh, positive about Apple, but stocks kind of run too far too fast. And when you start looking at the 5G opportunities, if it were to, if the company were to be aggressive, they would say, hey, it's rolling out right now. But they're trying to say it's going a little bit slower than expected. And Verizon said, hey, for the cities that have 5G already, and if you have the one phone that does work on 5G, we're not going to charge you $10 extra. Because what people who have the service 5G have basically said, they're like, it's worth maybe an extra $345 or $4. It's not worth $10 extra a month. So they're not going to pay it. And the fear is, is that that customer's lost. So that's what Verizon's teaching us today. So what's the next catalyst for Qualcomm? It's tough to say. I own it, and I'm thinking about selling half my position in large part because it did more than I wanted it to. Now i got to wait three days to sell it because if I say it on air, I have to wait three days, which is, I'm not going to say a stupid rule. It's a smart rule. It stops me from you know saying, oh, this is the greatest thing, and I'm selling it while you're buying it kind of thing. But that's out there. Taking a look at stories of today, Microsoft is slowly and surely... They're a trillion-dollar company right now, and very, very quiet, right? Um, And CEO Satya Nadella went out of his way to say he'd be disgusted by celebrating the company's $1 trillion market cap. I don't think you have to be disgusted to say that. I get it, but I don't think you have to be disgusted. Oh, boy. What else is out there today? Uh, U.S. is in these like crazy thing right now and trying to choke off Iran's energy exports. And that brings up a big question about price of oil during the summer. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Doesn't mean that it can't be made up elsewhere. But there is that threat. You always got to identify the threats. Caterpillar raised their quarterly dividend by 20% to a buck three a share. That's a nice move up. If you think that trillion dollar or two trillion dollar infrastructure deal with the Democrats and uh, President Trump is going to get done, you would like a company like a Caterpillar or a Deer to be in your portfolio. 3M is buying wound care technology company called Acility. Acility. Uh, from a consortium of uh, private equity. Um, 3M is cutting its projected share buybacks for 2019 following the announcement of the deal. 
three of them buying a bandage company. Tough to get excited about, right? Now, if you talk about a company selling dog food online directly to you, that's exciting. <laughs> you see, do you hear the sarcasm? Dunkin' Brands. Don't call me Dunkin' Donuts. Call me Dunkin' Brands. I, I, I'm still confused by why they had to change their name from Dunkin' Donuts to Dunkin' Brands, but okay, fair enough. It's not like they're going to invent Donut 2.0. We have the best Donut 2.0. It connects instantly to the internet, faster than last time. Like last time? But uh, they reported profit of $0.67 cents a share, revenue tops forecast. So you don't have to own Starbucks, you can own Dunkin' Brands. Wayfair, it's a home furnishing company. They lost a ton of money. They always seem to have like 50 to 60% sales. Just throwing it out there. Temper Sealy, the mattress company, they beat expectations. So see what you can buy. You can buy like donut companies and mattress companies and furniture companies, athleisure companies like Under Armour. You don't have to buy the boring old Dow DuPont or Dow, chemical maker. Cigna, the insurance company, earned pretty nice. Insurance companies, man, it feels like... I always get bills from insurance companies. I'm like, why wasn't that covered by my insurance? Right? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in Los Gatos. Sign up for it at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.